The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, another week in the books, and on our social media, you created quite a stir once again. You are, this is just your thing. You're creating controversy in the fat community. <laughs> well, I've got to give credit to our uh, unpaid intern producer, Rush Schneider. He's the one who presented the question to us on Twitter. We'll get to that in a minute. Speaking of Twitter, follow us there, twitter.com slash I'm fat pod or I'm or at I'm fat pod. If you're a normal person, right. you can email us <laughs> if the I'm boomers, fat- if the boomers want to be tweeting us, <laughs> you can follow us at HTTP colon slash slash. Yeah. At I'm fat pod on Twitter. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash I'm fat pod. Remember next week is our feedback episode. So if we've not gotten to your email question that you've submitted, chances are we'll get to it next week. And of course, if you've got a thought that comes up between now and then feel free to submit it. However you choose, use that uh, hashtag on Twitter. Hashtag. I'm a fat to make it easier, easier for us to find your questions. But yeah, I put the poll up there. Would you rather have free tacos or free wings for the rest of your life? And tacos ran away. I think it was like almost 70-30 by the time the thing ended. Uh, So tacos won handily. And Rick, I made my argument for wings because the price of buffalo wings is kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like if you go to B-dubs and get like eight wings, it's like 12 bucks. That's crazy. Tacos are cheap. You can make them at home. I don't know. I, I for that reason alone, I went with wings. But I get where people are coming from with tacos. It's a uh, you know, 
everybody loves them. They're highly versatile. You can have breakfast tacos. You can have dessert tacos. There's really the sky's the limit. All you got to do is put meat between a tortilla and you've got something. So I see where people are thinking of, but just cost effective wise, that's why I went with wings. Well, and it de- but it depends with tacos, too, because there's a place in Geneva that I've spoken about a few times, Taco Madre, that, mind you, I have shunned because they got rid of my favorite item on the menu. But Colleen still loves it. And we went there a couple weekends ago and their specialty tacos that they make are like three fifty a pop, maybe four. And, and they're not extra. They're not extra large or anything like that. So to me, that's that's also pretty pricey. I guess it just depends on where you go. And when I think about it, they both they're similar in the fact of you'll normally have a taco Tuesday special of some kind yeah, or with wing places uh they'll normally have a cheap bone-in night or a cheap uh boneless night so i feel like the money is fairly negligible as an argument so i went with tacos just because of the versatility because of just yeah if i have if i had to have one for the rest of my life I'm choosing the tacos because See, I that, could I could do the wings. I could do the chicken in a different way. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But that's that's a different question. One for the rest of your life versus free for the rest of your life. It doesn't mean you can't have the other. That's one. true. So that that, you know, that's a different question. I, I think if I had to give one up, I would definitely give up wings. And I love wings, but I'm not giving up tacos for anything. But anyway, you mentioned your place, Taco Madre, mm-hmm. uh, eliminating your favorite item off the menu. And since last week, our social media feed has been pounded with people sending us stories about Taco Bell and their elimination of several, several menu items. 14 menu items are going to be off the menu at Taco Bell. I'll go through them real quick. The grilled steak soft taco, the seven layer burrito. Lots of people pissed about that one. Nacho Supreme, Beefy Nacho Griller, Cheesy Potato Griller, Cheesy Fiesta Potatoes, my wife is livid, Chips and Pico, Chips and Guac, Beefy Fritos Burrito, (laughs) (laughs) Spicy Tostada, which was my nickname in college, Spicy (laughs) Potato Soft Taco, Triple Layer Nachos, the Mini Skillet Bowl, which I've never heard of, and the Quesarito. Isn't that one between the the Sun Belt and the Mac? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think NIU played in the mini skillet bowl last year, didn't they? They won, of course. Goodbye, Toledo. Goodbye, Taco Bowl. No, they lose bowl games. (laughs) Oh, right, right, right. As is tradition, just like Notre Dame. Um, But yeah, so a lot of people mad. And this goes back to Rick and I's theory of like, Taco Bell should not eliminate anything because all you're doing is eliminating the order of the texture. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we couldn't possibly make this anymore. Why? Everything's right there. Now, the potato thing, apparently they're just doing away with the potatoes outside of breakfast. Sure. Maybe they're not cost effective. Maybe they're not efficient to make, whatever. But the rest of the stuff, I don't really see a valid excuse for getting rid of any of it. No, I'm with you because I, so what I did is I wrote down all the ingredients as they are listed of each thing. (laughs) And as I have them just, you know, like line by line, like you mentioned, it's the same stuff. It's just in a different order. It's 
I don't really get it. Uh, it's not like it's we got to take out this, this, and this because of space on a line or something like that, or because the food cost is getting too high. No, it's all the same ingredient. So here, the the actual the list I'm looking at is a this was clearly like a memo sent to employees. So here's what here's how they justify it. The following items will be removed from the menu boards and POS point of sale. If they are ordered service champions, which is probably what they call their employees, should lead with an apology, letting customers know we've reduced our menu during this time to help simplify operations and make room for future promotions. You can add more stuff easily. It's the same five ingredients. So, so they're basically asking their employees to tell people. No, no, no. They're asking their service champions, Rick. Yes. They're asking their service they're champions. They're asking their to do service this. champions to tell the customer, "Hey, we don't have these items anymore because we think our other. We think that they think that we are stupid." That's you literally have the what items. it is, <laughs> sir or service champion. If you look over your right shoulder. All the ingredients to make my double-decker taco are right behind you. Right. I can go back. I'll go back there and do it. Just give me some gloves, and I'll make it myself. Everything's right there. I would love to know the real reason. And maybe it's... But it, but still, everything at Taco Bell is made to order. Right. They don't have like things just sitting under a heat lamp because everybody's Taco Bell order is unique. Right? Hold the lettuce. No tomato. Extra sour cream. No cheese. Whatever. Everyone's order is different, so they make them all on the spot. I don't know how eliminating items that are not made yet are going to reduce uh, how is going to help efficiency. I, 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 it's I, very I, weird. I don't. If it's a supply thing, may okay, but still, it's all the same ingredients. I do know someone that worked at a Taco Bell while we were in college. I can reach out to him and see if he has any insight. <laughs> Our official Taco Bell spokesperson. Yeah. Now, mind you, I don't know how much of his tenure at Taco Bell he remembers, but he, cause that's it, like most of us, actually. <laughs> seriously, he was uh, he was my roommate, my one of my roommates, my last year at NIU. So uh, I can I'll reach out to him this week and see if he has any guesses on why this would be from, you know, his inside perspective of the DeKalb Taco Bell. Well, I would like to know. Are well, I'm sure certain menu items are more difficult to make. Like I can tell you, my favorite that was eliminated about six months ago, the double decker. There's some extra steps to making it. I get that. You got to put the beans on the soft shell. You got to put the hard shell in there, then fill the taco. It's one extra step. It's literally one more step. I would love to know, and I want to ask him honestly. Like, is it? Are there items on the menu that are definitely just a pain in the ass to make that slow everything down? I will allow for that to be true. I get it. But, I mean, Taco Bell's not a place I'd ever want to work. No. But I can't imagine as far as food restaurants go that working there would be challenging in terms of getting the items ready, getting them made. I think it's it's pretty cookie cutter there, I would think. But what do I know? I don't know. It's just it's frustrating. And the only the one on this menu that I really like is the beefy nacho loaded griller. Not only because it was delicious and it was filling, it was a buck. Yeah, that's good. That was the, the best deal on the menu. Yeah, I, I- I would kind of go through a few of the loaded grillers and the quesarito too. I mean, really just, (sighs) this is tough. I mean, some of the things (laughs) I was surprised at some of the things people were truly outraged by. 
like some of the i don't know just like some of the things that people got really outraged by surprised me a little bit but uh, the other change that we should note it's a small change but for those that are fans of the am sausage crunch wrap that used to be a patty it is now going to be crumbled sausage so if that makes a difference to you hmm. now you know i've never had that so you, i know what either. the crunch wrap looks like but so it was like a basically a tortilla shaped piece of sausage yeah yeah it was like a little sausage patty okay yeah so but hmm. now they're going crumbled sausage which logistically i can understand i don't know how much that would make a difference in terms of taste but that's another yeah, pro- change that we should note okay that's that's fair i hmm i've never been a big sausage patty guy unless it's on a sandwich right like if it's on a muffin or it's mm-hmm. on a biscuit or whatever just for the you know the sake of the ease of consumption huh that's interesting yeah so if, I, th- if this if this taco bell breakdown is what you're here for Subscribe, rate, and review the podcast, please, because we can always use uh, help in those areas. They always help us out in terms of ratings and all that kind of stuff, and always tell a friend. We always want to uh, expand what we're doing here, literally and figuratively. Yeah, no doubt about that. By the way, Rick, I I think you saw this story on my social media. Brother-in-law came, and I don't know how I didn't mention this on last week's show. It just slipped my mind. Last weekend, my brother-in-law came by for the first time since the pandemic hit. They've been uh, quarantined. They've been, you know, they've been tested several times. So we had them over and he's out in the front. Addie's riding her scooter. And he's like, hey, I think your neighbor is throwing a smoker away. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, like it looks like a Weber, like a Smoky Mountain, like a really nice. Like, I think they're 329 bucks at Menards right now. Whoa. I'm like, all right, let's go check it out. So we walk out there. It's definitely where the garbage goes on the curb at the edge of the grass you know mm-hmm. it looks not brand new but used maybe half a dozen times maybe so i'm like well all right i'm gonna knock on the door put a mask on knock on the door nobody answers i'm like i'm not gonna leave this here like i'm going to take it and then yeah. leave a note saying hey if i was mistaken call me i'll bring it right back right so pick up the smoker, take it to the backyard, leave a note. A couple days later, they're like, hey, we upgraded ours. We got a big green egg. So enjoy. Like, just, you know, give it a good cleaning and enjoy. I, I didn't even, I swear to God, I could have. The only thing I had to change was the bottom grate, which houses the charcoal when the food is smoking. Mm-hmm. One of the grates is like burned out. So there's like a little gap in between. Okay. So I ordered a $10 new grill uh, grate from Amazon and smoked a ton of chicken this weekend it was awesome because i've always had crappy smokers mm-hmm. like i've had a brinkman smoke and grill which is like the lowest level smoker you can get it's impossible to keep the heat it's either too hot or too cold all the time it's a constant battle then i upgraded to the brinkman electric grill which was a little bit better but i still found it got too hot too easily so finally i get a weber this thing Put the charcoal in, put the wood on, put everything together, put the meat in there. It held temp at like 245, 250, which is right where you want to be when you're smoking the whole time. The whole time. It was perfect. The chicken turned out great. It wasn't a stressful experience like it was with my last smokers. So literally, I got a $320 smoker. I sold my old one for 45 bucks. So basically, I gave myself $45 for finding a better smoker. 
That's amazing. Yeah. And now I'm going to be, now that I'm like, okay, this thing's easy to use. It works. I'm smoking something every week now. I cannot wait. So if anyone has good smoker recipes or, you know, some different stuff, like I know how to do the pulled pork. I know how to do the brisket. I know how to do the chicken. But if you got something unique for a smoker, hit me up. I'm fatpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at jayzawaski670. Like, how do you smoke bacon? I don't know the answer to that. Like, do you just put the bacon on the grates? Wouldn't it fall through? I don't know. Give me your smoker tips. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Well, and that's really good because I know for a fact we have a couple people that are very well versed with smokers that listen to the pod. So that I'm I'm happy for you. That is that's exciting. That's one of those things that my situation of in my condo that I wish changed more than anything was I wish I had a balcony just so I could put out like a grill or smoker something like that like we have a community like one of the really crappy like it's literally just you throw some coals underneath and there's you know it's just a real real simple grill that's out front but it's a community one so i don't know how much you really want to be using that right now so grill flavor is something that i've been missing as the weather's gotten hotter do you have the ability to if you were to keep a grill at your place could you like bring it down and grill? Would they let you do that? Uh, I would think so. Yeah, like just like a real small, like one of the little portable ones. Yeah. So yeah. when I posted this story on my Facebook about the smoker, I, I put a photo of the you know the meat cooking. My buddy uh, John sent me. He's like the best smoker I've ever had was the Weber Char Q. So have you ever seen the Weber Q grill? Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a dome shape. But like more of an oval than a circle, like a Smoky Joe. Okay. But it it runs on charcoal. And he's like, this was the best for when I was, you know, he's like, I was a single guy. I would do one little thing at a time. The Weber Char Q, it's a grill and it can be used as a smoker. I'm looking at it here. It's like 200 bucks on WeberGrill.com. Like you could find, and and this this would work for you. Because then you could smoke or you could just grill. And then once everything's done, you just carry it back up up to your place. That's interesting. Yeah, so look into that. And if anyone has one, let us know. Yes. Okay, so yesterday I had my favorite dessert. And I was so happy about it because it's something I only get a couple times a year. Mm. And Jay, the sa- there's a satisfaction that you get when you have something that you enjoy so much that you don't get very often. And I'm talking about food here that we have to clarify. <laughs> yeah, I, did, know, yeah. I know. <laughs> Especially me. I definitely do. I so Colleen and I were cleaning up a little bit, like going through drawers and just trying to get things more organized. And we found two untouched Cheesecake Factory gift cards. Oh, yeah. Nice. So that totaled. So we had $75 worth of Cheesecake Factory to blow through in one day because this is how we think about things so we so we couldn't possibly go twice no no (laughs) god no so we decided we'd each get a nice dinner and we each got two slices of cheesecake one for then and then one for a day or two down the road or whatever Uh uh-huh and my (laughs) i don't even think you had to finish the story rick i think i know where this is headed go ahead i had the lemon raspberry cream cheesecake oh it is 
effing incredible. I Jay, it is lemon cheesecake with raspberry lady fingers and a raspberry like uh here's what here's what the actual website says raspberry vanilla cake creamy lemon cheesecake raspberry lady fingers and lemon mousse i have been to cheesecake factory once that is the item i ordered and i absolutely loved it it was great so good move by you. I, I was predicting you would eat both slices in one day. No, I well, I mean, we had we had a nice dinner with it too. So at that point, it was. Yeah. Although I wanted to, shockingly, I wanted to get to the cheesecake not right away after eating dinner, but like, you know, five ten minutes, something like that. But I had to wait for uh, you know the the look from the wife to be like, so are we gonna do this. We're still talking about the cheesecake, right? Yes, we are talking about the cheesecake. This was a big struggle for me and Hope when we first started getting together was my family is like, okay, you just swallowed your last bite of your entree. Here's dessert. Mm -hmm. Whereas her family's like dinner. Then we're going to chit chat for a while. Then we're going to drink some coffee. Ready for dessert three hours later. Like, can we have like somewhere in the middle? Like, it doesn't (laughs) have to be immediate, but can it be like, you know, while I'm not hungry again, time. Yes. I, like, so that, you know, it's always like, I just have to know. Okay, I have to let my food digest like some kind of hack when I'm over there. <laughs> when we're going to have dinner with them. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of great desserts, I had two yesterday. Okay. Um, One of my favorite places in the city is Chicago Bagel Authority. It's under the Belmont stop, Belmont Red Line stop on Belmont, oddly enough. Uh, and... It has just a giant menu of bagel sandwiches, like steam bagels. I get, I always get the club. It's turkey, ham, bacon, cheese, delicious on a plain bagel. Hope gets stuff with like avocado and like all. The, it's great. It, it's I think it's eatcba.com is the website. It is again. If I'm in that area, I'm definitely going there. It's one of my favorite favorite places. They've also got this thing that on the menu is labeled as s'mores thingy. <laughs> so. This is, and we may have discussed this before, but I know not everybody hears it every time. It's a Rice Krispie treat, okay? But instead of Rice Krispies, it's Golden Grams and Cocoa Puffs. Yes. Yes. So it's all those those two cereals mixed in with the melted marshmallow cut into squares. So it's like the same texture as a Rice Krispie treat, but it's Golden Grams and Cocoa Puffs. It is the greatest thing in the world. So went to CBA, ate my bagel, had my chips. By the way, River, is it River? Some River something brand potato chips. Not good. I got the jalapeno chips. No flavor at all. Hard pass. Um, So did that. Then I saved this. I actually saved the s'mores bar for last night because I knew that after we went to CBA, we were going to pretty cool ice cream. This is in Logan Square, and they've got some really unique ice cream flavors, okay? And I'm going to read some of these to you, Rick, okay. and I know you're going to say hard pass on a lot of these, okay? There's uh, what I had yesterday was a banana cream picicle. You would not say no to that. It's banana ice cream, and the frosting of the popsicle is graham cracker flavored. Okay. Okay. So there's a Chicago mix popcorn flavor ice cream bar 
The ice cream is caramel. The shell, the candy shell, the frosting shell, is cheese flavored. And it sounds gross. It is one of the best tasting things I've ever had in my life. It's like kind of like a hipstery uh, ice cream shop, and they sell these ice cream bars. And I'm trying to... Uh, candy shell is a better word. It's not frosting. It's like a, a hard candy shell, so you bite through it, and the ice cream's underneath. Mm-hmm. So many amazing ones. There's uh, the Blue Moon flavor, passion fruit hibiscus, cucumber lime, passion fruit buttermilk, strawberry buttermilk, watermelon buttermilk. Addy had a marshmallow bar. There's cotton candy bars. And then here was their special ice cream because yesterday was National Ice Cream Day. Guava guava cream cheese swirl ice cream. Now, this sounds kind of weird, right? Yes. It was absolutely one of the best ice creams I've ever had. It was just amazing. you got to try this place if you're in the city. Pretty cool ice cream. Uh, There's one uh, in Logan Square, and I forget where the other one is, but... It's very unique. It's very different, but everything I've tried from there so far has been great. And it's even like, why would I, like, why would I want a Chicago? Why would I want cheese flavored ice cream? Mm-hmm. Somehow, somehow it works, and it's delicious. Huh. Yeah. Okay, so that that made me think of something that I saw this morning on I don't remember which social media platform. It was one of the delish videos that I am very intrigued by. It's a s'more egg roll. Did you see this? No. It's essentially you but take Yes, I'm eating it. Yes. <laughs> it's it's basically you just you take your wonton wrappers and you know, do what you normally have to do, you know, get the edges wet, all that kind of stuff. You just put the chocolate, the s'more, and some ground up uh graham cracker in there, and then just, you know, fold it over as oh, needed. Yes. Pan fry it. And then when it's all good at the end, throw cinnamon sugar on the top of it. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's healthy because it's cinnamon. Yeah, sure. Um, that sounds so great. Yes, that's that's one of those things that I saw. I'm like, I might actually be able to do that. I think so. And, and I, I think I'm going to try to make homemade uh, Golden Graham Cocoa Puff S'mores or uh, treats. I'm going to try to make them because here's my deal. And tell me if you experience the same thing. When I have store-bought, like, you know, branded Rice Krispie Treats, like we get them from the snack machine or we get them from, uh, you know, from the box from Target or whatever, like the mm-hmm. official blue-wrapped Rice Krispie Treats. Don't they always seem more marshmallowy than when people make them? Yes. Okay. Now I'm wondering, is it just a bad recipe? I know the marshmallow is not the easiest thing to get um, you know, distributed evenly. It's not an easy thing to work with. Mm-hmm. I need to find out how Chicago Bagel Authority gets it so marshmallowy. And all I can do is think like, look up this recipe and then add 30% more marshmallow or something like that. Because yeah. if, if, <laughs> if it's going to be dried out, if it's going to be dry, like, okay, there's some subtle hint of, you know, marshmallow there just to join things together. Eh, it's still going to be good, but I need to see significant marshmallow viscousness between the crunchy pieces of cereal. I have to be able to see there's the marshmallow. Yeah. That is a piece of marshmallow. I could take my finger and I could take that piece of marshmallow off and eat it off my finger if I wanted to. That's yeah. what I need to see. Don't give me your dry ass Rice Krispie treat. Yeah. The marshmallow should be one of the stars. It shouldn't just be an adhesive. 
Like that's really yes. Like that, thank you. Yeah, it, it needs to be prominent. There's few things better than like well made marshmallow or just like well handled marshmallow, I should say. So like. Yeah, when you get the proper amount, and maybe some people also lay back because they don't want, like, they're like us, where more often than not, we don't want to get our hands as as sticky or messy or whatever. Once again, we're still talking about food, and <laughs> and maybe they do it for that reason. I don't know. But yeah, when it comes to Rice Krispie Treats, there needs to be prominent marshmallow. That Yes, it should be an equally important ingredient. And I, I, fine. I'm talking about Hope. Hope, put more marshmallows in our damn Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> this podcast. Knows. This podcast is also our therapy session. Our family out. therapy, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I'm going to try to make those this weekend. That's my goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely want to do that. But I want to tell our listeners before we get to ask a fat questions about our partners at Doctor Squatch, Doctor Squatch Soap Company. We have had so many people order Dr. Squatch by listening to this podcast and have written us saying, oh, my God, I'm so glad I did this. It's great. So what is Dr. Squatch? Well, I've told this story before. My skin, Rick knows from working inside me for many, many years, was in terrible condition. Cracked hands, bleeding hands. I had flaky hair. Uh, it just, it was a horrible way to live. My hands hurt all the time and I just had enough. I was looking for a natural solution and then you sort of Google these things. Your phone catches on, right? Your phone knows what you're looking up. It's how the government keeps an eye on us. We'll get to that on a different podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a Dr. Squatch ad populated on my Instagram feed. I'm like, all right, what is this? This, this looks interesting. The commercial looks good. Watch it. I'm like, great. I'm sold. I'm hooked. Went on drsquatch.com, took that Squatch quiz, found the per- right soaps for me. I my first order, I got the pine, the pine tar, and the cedar citrus. Both had exfoliants in there. Got the hair care kit. Immediately saw an improvement in my hair, in my skin, and everything. Recently, I've tried the uh, the crisp IPA soap, which has little notes of orange and hops in it. Absolutely, did not expect to love it as much as I do, but I did. And the uh, the cold brew cleanse, which is a chocolate coffee scented soap bar with grains of coffee in it for the exfoliation. Oh my goodness, they smell so wonderful. And my favorite scent still is that cool fresh aloe. Go to drsquatch.com, add $20 to your cart, and use the promo code I'm fat. You'll help the podcast and you'll save on your order. And look, if you're gonna invest in high quality soap and you know premium products for your skin and you should it's going to make you feel better and look better you're going to want to invest in that soap saver as well to make your investment last longer it's a one-time buy but every time you open a new bar at dr squatch you will have it last longer than you would have otherwise so drsquatch.com use that promo code i'm fat it's d-r-s-q-u-a-t-c-h.com and that promo code i'm fat has no spaces i-m-f-a-t drsquatch.com try it i promise you will love it. Today on News 4 at 4. It's one of the most anticipated lists of the year. Consumer Reports' top new vehicle picks. Susan Hogan is working for you, showing you the safest, most reliable cars for your money. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Many kids in our area are back to in-person learning, and we are helping you keep them safe in the classroom. We're working for you. Small steps you can take at home to protect them at school and expert advice to ease anxiety for you and the kids. This week on News 4 Today on NBC4. Ask a fat about this and that. 
It's time to chat with the fans. All right, Jay, first Ask a Fat question comes from Leo, who wants us to rank these three chicken places. Raising Cane's, Chick-fil-A, Popeye's. Qualifier. I no longer eat uh, Chick-fil-A because of my political leanings, and I don't judge anybody that does, but I'm going to judge this without that consideration, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, I think Chick-fil-A is the best of the three. Uh, Chick-fil-A is number one. I love those little, the little nugs, like the little tiny, tiny nugs. Yeah. Those are my favorite. The chicken sandwich there is great. Uh, Number two easily is Popeye's, and a distant third is raising canes because look your tenders are pretty good i'll give you that but it's all you do if it's all you do they've got to be the best damn tenders i've ever had and they're not they're not even top five in my mind so and oh also you only offer one sauce that's that's silly i don't know how it works but apparently they have some success so for me chick-fil-a number one popeye's number two and a distant third is raising canes all I'm doing is flip-flopping the top two, and I acknowledge that Popeyes and Chick-fil-A are really close. It's just a matter of what you want, necessarily, especially when it comes to your sides. Do you want waffle fries, or do you want mashed potatoes, red beans and rice, uh, Cajun fries? It's just a matter of what you want on the side. So that's, and obviously the biscuit, I mean, the biscuit from Popeye's is glorious. So I go Popeye's one, Chick-fil-A two, and again, Raising Cane's. I know I've still only had the one experience. It was really disappointing. So Raising Cane's, as you mentioned, distant, distant third for me. Since you've mentioned that, by the way, there have been a couple times where I said, you know what, I want to go try it one more time. And the drive through line's been too long, which means... It, they got to be doing something right. I, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm missing something. And like you said, I went there briefly after they opened. So I, I'm fully admitting they could very well may have improved since I've been there. So I will give Raising Cane's another chance. There's a reason they're growing at the rate they are. But it's one product and one sauce. I, I don't know. I, I must be missing something. All right. Got a quick email here from Normie Cowan. Then a question, uh, a different email. Cowan says his favorite Mexican place is La Pasadita on Ashland, just south of Division. Classic hole in the wall. Their steak super burrito is the best burrito I've ever had, and it's a challenge to finish in one sitting. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, he says maybe it's because I'm a normie. Yeah, that's probably true, Cowan. Uh, and then that, oh, but that place is great. La Pasadita is excellent. And there's like three of them on the same block. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I, I'm not kidding. Like, you can see the other two from the window of the one. It's that's, pretty amazing. That's odd. Yes, it is odd. And then Carl, Carl, good to see you. <laughs> he takes issue with jalapeno poppers not being on our app challenge that we did last week. And I have to agree with Carl. How was there no jalapeno popper on that thing? I thought you that had was spinach. Odd. Yeah, spinach. What was it? Spinach, spinach uh, artichoke dip. Yeah, but no jalapeno poppers. You ass. It's whoever made weird. that poll. <laughs> so yeah. So he ranks his. He says poppers would be one. Cheese sticks, chips and guac or salsa, potato skins, and then corn fritters. That's another good one. Yeah. Corn fritters are really good. Another reason to go to Long John Silver's. And Carl says, "P.S. Doctor Squatch kicks ass." See, like I told you guys, people love it. Yes. Oh, I know. I I broke open my uh, my cool fresh aloe. 
and you started using it this week and it wasn't just like because you know you got to wait for the other ones to uh what you had before to run out but man it makes such a difference i do have regrets though about not getting the soap saver so yeah. my next dr squatch order a soap saver will be had because i can already tell like you see the little bit of like green trail heading down it's like mm-hmm. well no because that's goodness and good smell that i'm not getting to utilize so yep. my first bar ran out really quick because i just had it you know on the ledge of the shower yep and we have a, ha- a handheld shower thing and as people shower like just hits the soap and it runs off but i've been using my my current cool fresh aloe bar for like two months now and it's almost gone i think i think about two or three days left and my family's using it too hope and addy use these soaps too anyway you get the point we love yeah. dr squatch <laughs> okay the next question comes from katie who wants to know what is the best blizzard flavor Ooh, wow see now that's that's tough because a blizzard is pretty much whatever you can imagine it to be mm-hmm. so if we're going by the traditional menu item you know you're not we're not straying we're not creating a frankenstein blizzard right i think it's really hard to top the oreo blizzard I know it's simple. There's not a ton to it, but it's wonderful. It's really so good. I don't like you know. You throw some M and M's in there, throw some cookie dough in there, fine. But if I'm if they're like you had to pick off the menu, I'm going with the Oreo, and they do offer the one with the core now, the fudge core. Mm-hmm. So there's like a little injection of hot fudge right through the middle if you need a little more. But I think an Oreo Blizzard is perfect on its own. Yeah, I'm with you. That's my that's my favorite overall. The secret one that is kind of goes and comes and goes from the menu is the French Silk Pie Blizzard. We've mentioned before that neither of us are the biggest on just like chocolate ice cream in and of itself, but it's a chocolate ice cream base and it is fantastic. You have the dark chocolate shavings in there. You have the pie crust chunks. You have the whipped cream on top. It is a fantastic blizzard. So when I want to veer away, I'll see if they'll make the uh, the French silk pie blizzard. But if not, then it's just a straight Oreo blizzard for me. You, it, we don't have to th- overthink this one. No, you can't go wrong. In my order, because we have the Homewood DQ, which is an institution in Homewood. It's a, just one of the walk-up ones. I will say like five out of seven times I get a malt, either a chocolate malt or a vanilla malt. It's just kind of what I want. It's just what I need. But when I get a blizzard, oh, by the way, uh, I do the Oreo blizzard, but they just introduced one that's iced animal crackers blizzard. You know those pink frosted animal crackers? They had like the little sprinkle balls on them. They made a blizzard of those now. Not a fan of the sprinkle balls, but in general, I'm in. Okay. They're, they're just, I don't know. I just, <laughs> if I want sprinkles, I want them to be a little softer. Like they give you just the slightest bit of texture, like that you know they're not mush, but I don't want the like super hard balls. Perfect drop. All right. I'll just let that hang out there. All right. Email here from Raising. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I. <laughs> He said, I heard your comment on Leona's mozzarella sticks last week. Just wanted to mention Frato's Pizza in Schaumburg. Maybe better than a Twinkie. Got them for my son's last birthday party. And he sends a link. Frato's Pizza. Frato's Pizza. F-R-A-T-O-S Pizza. Dot com slash huge dash mozzarella dash sticks. So naturally, <laughs> I click on the link. 
These things are enormous. The plate on the page uh, looks like a good size, like you know, your typical dinner plate. Mm-hmm. Then there's like the sauce cup. It looks like ranch. Uh, these look like they've got the girth of a sandwich pickle. Like they're big. Oh, like wow. they're or like maybe like a if you cut a corn dog in half. That's okay. that would say it was about be the size of each of these mozzarella sticks. So de stick it. <laughs> and then cut the corn dog in half, and that's about the size of the mozzarella stick you have here from Frado's Pizza. So if I'm ever in Schaumburg, I am going to Frado's ASAP and trying these huge mozzarella sticks. That's Thank you for the heads up, Schaumburg. Russell. Okay, I'm not that far from Schaumburg, so that gets me. That gets me excited here. All right, this next question from Dan: You're in need of clothes in a pinch. Do you go to DXL, Coles? <laughs> Or Walmart? I go to Kohl's. DXL is expensive. Yes. You're paying... We talk about the pink tax for women. Mm-hmm. And, and Hope made a good point. She's like, I wanted to buy boxer shorts to sleep in because I, I, I'm hot, but I don't want to wear... I got to wear pants, right? So she went to find a pair of women's boxers to wear to bed. They were $20. Whoa. She's like, screw this. Went to the men's section. Five pack. $20. So she bought those instead. Yeah, just, you know, now it, did she get ones that have like the button fly or the like? I, th- I think it's just the open fly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's yeah. that's a logistical thing you got to think about. <laughs> right. Um, so I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> You're in- oh, the fat tax. The yeah. DXL fat tax. Yes. yes. That we're, we're paying more simply for being fat. And yes, I know it takes more material. But I can go to Kohl's and get the same shirt in a double X for the same price as the same shirt in a large. And I appreciate that. And they do have a big and tall section there. Mm-hmm. And maybe the things there are a little more, but those are the sizes I don't I don't need like three or four X. Right. I, I, I most double X things fit me fine. I'm I think I'm squarely in the uh the three X camp right now. That's my cousin, three X camp. <laughs> but <laughs> Xavier, I don't know. I can't think of three X names. No, Xavier Xander, Xanadu, Xanadu. Camp. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm with you on Coles. That's my go-to for pretty much any any clothing now. Unless I need something very specific that I can't get from Kohl's, Kohl's is always the first place I chuck. Yeah, Target's pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. I would shop at Walmart's good for the basics. Like, you need socks or you need, like, plain T-shirts for whatever reason. You can stock up and, 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 you know, not spend a ton of money at Walmart. But, like, as far as, like, fashion things go, shirts from Walmart have, like, weird American Eagles on them and says, like, best dad, but it's, like, misspelled. Yeah. I have I still have some dignity in my clothes. So um and right. look, the options are limited at Walmart for fat guys. Yeah, very true. You're not Jim Harbaugh. You just haven't completely given up. <laughs> hey, he found a look that works and he's sticking with it, man. I guess. All right, this one is from L C or Capital I C, I can't really tell. He says, I feel like I'm constantly haranguing you guys about cuisines you don't mention, but is it possible that neither of you has ever had Wiener Schnitzel? It's German, breaded veal if you're fancy, otherwise breaded pork, many variations with gravies and such, but like I but I like it unadorned, maybe with some red cabbage or German potato salad alongside. Okay, so last week on the show I mentioned the show uh Taste the Nation. And when I mentioned the sausage one, the Milwaukee one, they showed Wiener Schnitzel. And 
I've never had it because it freaked me out. I didn't know what it was. It sounds weird. Yeah. I saw them make wiener schnitzel. Hell yes, I'll have wiener schnitzel. It's breaded pork. It looks amazing. I don't know how I missed out on this, and maybe it's just because I don't live in like a German area. That I can't even think of a place near me that would serve Wiener Schnitzel, but I am definitely trying it next time I have a place that looks legit that offers it. I think Wiener Schnitzel looked awesome, and I know there's a chain called Wiener Schnitzel, like a hot dog restaurant called Wiener Schnitzel. This is the actual item, Wiener Schnitzel, and based on the show, it looked fantastic. Yeah, I haven't had it either because I'll be honest, a lot of German cuisine, it's not my speed. It, it just hasn't been, so I have not been exposed to it. I'm willing to try, as with most things, willing to give it a whirl. Uh, there's a couple German places that are actually pretty close to me. Um, there, well, I forget which road it's on, but there's Schnitzelplatz. Something okay. like that. That's relatively close to me. And there's another one that's on Ogden Avenue. And I want to say it's considered Downers Grove. I don't remember the name of it, but we went there once. And I, I went, I probably got a little too crazy with my order. Don't remember what it was, but really didn't like it. Like, I think it was high quality for what it is. I just hmm. didn't like what it was. And I just can't remember it for the life of me. But. I'd be willing to go a little more conservative and give the Wiener Schnitzel a shot. It, it it does like a basic Wiener Schnitzel sandwich looks pretty basic from what I saw in that show, uh, Taste Nation. Um, and I will say too, like I think like you, I'm not a big fan of the taste of sauerkraut. Yeah, and I know that's used in a lot of the preparation of these sausages. Like, what's the place? Uh, is it the Brow House? That's like the the big one in Rosemont. It's yeah. like a, it, the big blue and white place i went there once and i i think i liked half of the things on my plate because there's some sort of spice they use or some sort of ingredient they use that i don't like and i don't know what it is that i don't like Um, and i can't even describe it because i'm bad at describing taste that i don't know exactly what it is um but there's some sort of like a sourness to the meat that i don't always love and that's that's held me back on doing a lot of german style sausages and i don't like polish sausage for the same reason all right got one here from robert he says i'm a normie with quite a few fat tendencies one is that when i go to pick up dinner for the family from a fast food joint i typically add something that i eat on the way home i'll add a kid's burger or a soft taco or even an ice cream cone for the hell of it do you ever do this and what secret additions are part of your regular orders when you're picking up for the family? Okay, that's that is good. That is a really solid fat-like tendency. Uh, I do this. Depends on where it's from. If it's let's say it's Wendy's, mm-hmm. uh, normally I will add an extra double stack to my order. Yeah. Have that on the way home. Most places, it's something like that. So when I was living in Geneva, there's this place called Skippy's and they do really good Italian beefs, you know, like hot dog, that kind of that that kind of joint, like a Vienna beef type joint. Yes. Their fries are so good. There were times that I would get two orders of fries or an extra order of fries just so that I would have one and eat like most of it 
when I was on my way home and then just, you know, kind of dump the rest of them in the bag as, you know, like most places do. They'll have a couple extra fries in there just because their fries are so good. So I would eat like half to two thirds of the bag of the first order of fries, get rid of the evidence before I went inside and have be like, oh, yeah, look, they sprinkled a couple extra fries in there. That's that's a pro move right there. I like that. Uh, like you, I do the added on, you know, uh, double stack or the uh, McDouble, you know, on the way home. Mm-hmm. Um, my trick, though, is if I'm ordering for everybody and there's a bunch of fries, I could say all three of us get fries. I will yeah. always skim off the fry orders. And then I always give myself the most full fry bag when I get home. Well, yeah, that's that's what you should get. That's the tax for you being the one <laughs> to make the journey. The transportation tax. Yeah. All right. I feel better about it now. Then good. Okay. I should. I should. I should have brought this up years ago. <laughs> okay. This is from two girls, one puck. Is there a food you love but you never go out of your way to get? And I actually agree with the with the one offered, and it's the one I mentioned earlier. Cheesecake. Cheesecake is so damn good. Yet when we're thinking about desserts, I never think about cheesecake. That's a really good answer. I think that's my answer too. I think we became every time today. I have it. Every time I have it, I love it. And but I I never think of it as like an option. Like anytime I'm at a party and cheesecakes are, I'm like, oh yeah, that exists. Yeah, and it's the thing I have. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Maybe it just feels like it doesn't keep as well as some other desserts, or it's just not as it's unless you're getting like the ones out of the freezer from the uh, from the store. Like unless you have a. a cheesecake factory type place near you there's not a whole lot of places that say oh hey we're a cheesecake place right yeah that's true that could be it hmm i that's it next time i have a party i'm getting cheesecake not that we'll ever 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 have a party again right but you know what i mean uh got a question here from jason mccown not mcgowan mccown he says what is the best alternative pizza buffalo chicken barbecue chicken hawaiian etc the aurelios by me used to make an incredible crab and asparagus pizza with white sauce but they've recently stopped carrying both ingredients i'm out on that yes that does not sound good to me i guess as long as it's agreed upon as long as everyone's on the same page a Hawaiian pizza can be pretty good. The ham and bacon and uh, I'm sorry, the ham and the pineapple and the barbecue sauce. It's a good combo and it can taste good. You just and I, I reiterate this, Matt Spiegel, you cannot order a group pizza and throw a quarter of pineapple on the pizza just because it throws off the entire thing. But if I had to order an alternative pizza that was just for me or I knew everyone was equally on board, I think I would go with a Hawaiian pizza. I'd go barbecue chicken. I think maybe because I've had the most good experiences with that. I think buffalo chicken is very intriguing and I'd be willing to give it a spin. I just I don't really see it offered many places. And a lot of times if they what do, I don't, it's got blue cheese involved, and then I'm, I'm out on blue or cheese. Or red onions. Or yeah. a crap ton of red onions. Yeah, I don't need that much. Like, for me, onion is something where, unless it's fried, I'm iffy on the texture. But if it's cooked with it, and then just essentially, like, strained out, or, what, or depending on however you're doing it, if it's cooked with everything else but then it's just not a part of the actual finished product i'm here for it 
but the texture of a grilled onion i'm just so out on it, it kills it for me yeah i don't mind it, it you said grilled onion you don't like a grilled onion yeah grilled onion I, i'm i'm really eh uh, or like huh. okay or like i don't like raw like, onions yeah yeah, that's what grosses me out. And yeah. that, that's what comes on the buffalo chicken pizzas too often is that is that raw red onion. Nope. See, Eat I've that. even had, yeah, I've even had like a grill, not not a caramelized, but, you know, just like some sort of grilling on there. But, yeah, it's it's not great. The only way I'm down for onion is if it's fried. Shocking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone suggests, and I don't know if this would count as an alternative, you know, an alternative pizza, but Italian beef and jardinera on a pizza. Um, I know it's not like a typical thing. I've had the Italian beef pizza before, and damn, is it good. So it just like crisps up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it's really, I never thought I would like it, but uh, that open outcry by us, that I mentioned, it's not by us at all, actually. It's in Mount Greenwood. Um, we go there a lot because we love it. And I got that like on a whim, like, all right, I'm going to try this. And it was really good. I was surprised how good uh, Italian beef is on a pizza. Yeah, I, I almost wonder, is that out there enough to be considered that different? Because like a lot of times yeah. I get jardinera on the pizza anyway, right? Uh, if I have my druthers. But yeah, I wonder if that's out there enough. If that counts, then yes, that's my choice. But if it's not, then I go barbecue chicken pizza. Okay. All right. My last question is from Dave, who wants to know which Chicago stadium food do you miss most? It's funny you say that after a conversation, but a grilled brat with onions is what I miss the most. And specifically from Guaranteed Rate Field. I'm a Cubs fan, but the brats at the cell mm-hmm. are absolutely perfect. Yes. Every bite is perfect. That's what I miss the most. Yeah, I'm with you on that because like we've said, a good brat is hard to find the consistency can be so iffy but if you can get a really good brat it's worth it and yeah guarantee the food at guaranteed rate field is so good i don't i don't know if it's on the menu for this year because it was like a specialty thing two years ago but if you're on the club level ever the south side horseshoe was so good i loved that thing so if it's there if you're on the club level and see it on the menu whenever the hell we're able to go back that's what you should get because it is incredible but yeah other than that on a typical anywhere you can get it give me just a real uh, give me a brat because a, a ballpark brat and a ballpark hot dog are really tough to beat well, you know, they, they, they're they're cooked on surfaces designed to cook them, and that's why they're so good. All right, last one for me and for the show comes from Patrick. He says, and he's a top fan on Facebook. Congratulations, Patrick. He says, who's your favorite fat musician? Most people are going to go Notorious B.I.G., but I'm going to go with Meatloaf. You may laugh, but Paradise by the Dashboard Lights is a top 25 greatest rock song in history, and you won't change my mind. I mean, just watch the video. Uh, thought about this as I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Uh, before the show, I'm going with Aretha Franklin. I mean, it's really hard to beat. I hate to categorize her as fat. She's had many sizes throughout her career. Um, but I think you just look at the body of work and the impact on music and kind of like how she's remembered. She's re- remembered as a bigger woman, um, which I kind of prefer. But um, yeah, I think Aretha Franklin would be my vote for my favorite overweight musician. Look at us being really old school with this. I'm going to go even further back than you. My favorite 
And you saw him, a lot, maybe the only exposure a lot of people had to him was on his episode that he was on the Cosby show, I'm going Dizzy Gillespie. Because, okay. Because bop era jazz is some of my favorite stuff, and especially stuff that was Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie. So like Night in Tunisia, right there. For, oh, yeah. There's Believe me, I could go on Dizzy Gillespie all day. But like my initial thought was pro- like oh when i saw the question i was like oh yeah it pat's probably right i would think biggie but then i'm like no dizzy gillespie because i had to double check at what point dizzy gillespie got fat was he just like an older fat where he just didn't care anymore but no he got <laughs> decently big pretty early to where he actually qualifies as a fat even though you know he played all the way uh through you know through his life but like that's something that yeah Give me, give me good bop era jazz, and I'm happy. And Dizzy Gillespie is a central figure in that. Can't argue with that. That's a really good that. That's a solid pick. And our band is pretty. We're we're off to a good start with our all fat band with Aretha Franklin and Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> yes, that's there's that's another thing we should do. Like at some point, is start coming up with. The our all fat band, the all fat, you know, enter league here. Like our, what would be our baseball starting lineup of well, fats? That's smart. With opening day that coming on Friday, before we get to our feedback on Monday, we should do our all fat all stars and just do like a okay, you know, maybe just a batting order because it's going to be too. You're not going to be able to find a fat shortstop. True. Wait, did did Nafi Perez play shortstop? We have Juan Uribe. That's true. And never mind. <laughs> Family podcast. <laughs> sure yeah we definitely will not go there all right we appreciate everybody's feedback once again feedback episode next week at i'm fat pod on twitter facebook.com slash i'm fat pod i'm fat pod at gmail.com also subscribe rate and review the podcast if you have not already if you have thank you thank you thank you and please tell a friend so for jay i'm rick And this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today. Hey, we haven't even pulled away from the drive-thru, and you're already digging in the McDonald's bag. Aw, babe, just a few. (laughs) All right, I guess I can't blame you. Pass me some, too. (laughs) The smells too good to get it all the way home meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. And now your favorite spicy chicken McNuggets are back. Get a six-piece, spicy or classic, for just two bucks, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.